0: Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. It's time for the Summer Spectacular Sales Event at your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer or visit them online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro.
1: This week, parents who share too much online, Facebook's big fine, a huge mobile merger, high-tech dog houses, and a $200 smart pillow. All this and more coming up. much is too much when it comes to parents sharing information about their children online. That's what a couple of new studies done by the University of Tennessee and the University of Akron focused on recently. University of Akron assistant professor of marketing Alexa Fox explains.
2: Sharing is the habitual use of social media to share news and images about one's children and today's parents a lot of whom grew up sharing their own lives on social media, may not fully comprehend the full impact and potential consequences of posting personally identifiable information about their children on social media.
1: What is the part of what they shared to you the most concerning?
2: I don't know that it's necessarily concerning. I think it's that people don't always necessarily realize exactly what they're sharing or the implications of what it is that they're sharing. So personally identifiable information can be anything from a name to an age to a location or an address to a photo as it's defined by law. And so really sharing this information can make it easier for other people to perhaps find this information or just in general for children to have this information about themselves out there. It's not necessarily that they're making the choice to have that information out there, but their parents are making that on their behalf. And sometimes when we share information on the internet, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with that information.
1: In terms of what you might hope that the brand's, too. Are you hoping that maybe they might say something like, we'd love it if you'd tell us about your experiences with our brand and share about how you use them, but don't share personally identifiable information? Is that what you're hoping for or not? What we're hoping
2: is that
1: marketers, at the very least,
2: clearly disclose how their data is going to be used when people share information as a response to their engagement tactics and remind participants of the public nature of that information. Ideally, though, I think stopping practices that encourage parents to divulge their children's personally identifiable information, because, again, the number of people who could end up having access to that information could become very large.
1: And speaking of data privacy, Facebook got slapped with a big fine over a massive data breach. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks has the story.
0: The Federal Trade Commission is fining Facebook $5 billion, the biggest fine ever by the FTC against a tech company. The probe centered on the Cambridge Analytica breach affecting 87 million Facebook users. While it's a big fine, CEO Mark Zuckerberg comes away mostly unscathed, only having to personally certify the company's compliance programs. And Facebook has a market valuation of around $570 billion, more than equipped to handle the fine.
1: But that's not all. Some privacy advocates are warning that Apple's personal assistant Siri is reportedly eavesdropping on people's private conversations. CBS News technology consultant Larry Maggot says the issue is not isolated to Siri alone.
0: This is an issue with Siri, Amazon Alexa, and other voice recognition systems. In order to respond to your voice, they have to be listening for their wake up word. And sometimes they get it wrong and wind up waking up even if you say a different word. And once you say that, they're listening. And unfortunately, there are also sometimes transcripts being made or the voice is being shared with contractors in order for them to analyze it to improve speech recognition. And that has privacy implications.
1: Also this week, Capital One Bank says a hacker got access to the personal information of over 100 million individuals who applied for credit. And the FBI says they arrested that hacker in Seattle. Adam Levin is a cybersecurity expert and founder of CyberScout. He has this advice if you have a Capital One credit card.
0: You should be checking your Capital One credit cards to make absolutely sure that you don't see any activity on them that doesn't look right. Right.
1: Now, with all that in mind, a question. Do consumers actually care about data privacy? You'd think that was a given, but maybe not so much. Jeff Colvin from Fortune magazine looked into it.
0: Politicians of both parties rail against data breaches at big technology companies, and entrepreneurs are launching startups promising new and better ways to protect consumer privacy. But mounting evidence suggests that people may pretend to value privacy more than they actually do. At a recent Fortune conference, an executive from the Accenture consulting firm was asked whether companies need to be mindful of consumers' data security concerns. He said he'd actually seen such worries decline dramatically over the past decade. Consumers couldn't care less, he said. And he asked the audience, which ones of us don't put our cards into Uber? Which ones of us don't use them on eBay? At a separate conference, that sentiment was echoed by the lead Internet analyst at RBC Capital Markets. He said there's a misperception that the public is getting more worried about violations of privacy. In fact, he said, RBC's surveys show the opposite trend. That doesn't bode well for new tech platforms that promise greater privacy, though sentiment could change fast if some massive breach were to cost lots of people significant money. But for now, most consumers seem to think that while existing security safeguards aren't perfect, they're good enough. Inside Business, I'm Jeff Colvin for CBS News.
1: Two of the big four U.S. mobile carriers are merging. Gary Nunn has more about how former competitors Sprint and T-Mobile are joining forces.
0: The Justice Department plus five state attorneys general okayed the $26.5 billion deal amid concerns about higher prices and job cuts. Key to the merger, DISH, the satellite TV company, will become a fourth wireless provider, renting T-Mobile's network for seven years while it sets up its own. And DISH is buying Virgin Mobile and Boost Sprint's two prepaid brands. Gary Nunn, CBS News.
1: It's believed that $160 billion worth of food is wasted here in the U.S. every year, not just at home, but in restaurants, too. So that's why an American businessman has developed an intelligent trash can to help companies cut down on their leftovers. CBS News correspondent Ian Lee visited the IKEA kitchen in London. Chef Ricardo
0: Roach tossed about 20 pounds of meatballs every day until technology changed the way he operates. Now an artificial intelligence system called Winno Vision helps chefs manage leftovers. So we just put the waste in the bin, the camera takes the photo, correct. The computer snaps a photo to identify
2: the food and weighs it to determine how much is being thrown out, putting it in dollar terms. And you get a report the following morning that you can analyze to adjust your
1: business accordingly. Now that food tracker has cut Ikea's waste in the U.K. and Ireland by 40 percent. That's the equivalent of 800,000 meals a year. Something new, high-tech, and pet-friendly in Cuyahoga Falls, Mayor Don Walters explains. It's
2: called Dog Spot, and it's a startup company out of New York City, and we will have two, and they're they're dog houses I guess but there's more to it than that they're heated they're cooled they're disinfected and they lock and they're secured all done by an app on your phone and the whole premise is let's say you're downtown you have your dog people love to walk their dogs it's beautiful downtown we know you're not supposed to leave them in a hot car uh, chained up outside in public is not proper as well so now You can frequent a business if you have your dog with you. You can run in and get ice cream, clothing, uh, margarita, craft beer, whatever you want, and your dog will be safe and secure and very comfortable in the dog spot.
1: The city will pick up the tab for dog spot users through the end of the year. After that, users will pay 30 cents a minute through the app. And finally, would you pay $200 for a pillow? As Jim Chenevy reports, somebody is hoping that you will.
0: Make way for the smart pillow called The Wave. It's not designed to help you sleep, but rather to help you reach your inner self. It's an electronic meditation pillow which streams custom music and soothing pulses that synchronize with your heartbeat to guide you to an emotionally calm and stable state. But your path to self-realization and enlightenment is not free. The Wave meditation will retail for just under 200 bucks, along with a $10 a month subscription fee. Jim Sheneby, CBS News.
1: And that's it for now. See you next week.
0: That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. It's time for the Summer Spectacular Sales Event at your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer, or visit them online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.